0: podcast one production your morning agenda with Natasha Belling
1: Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 4th of February. A very nervous wait this morning for millions of Victorian residents with urgent contact tracing now underway after a hotel quarantine worker tested positive to COVID-19 overnight. The employee had been working with the Australian Open Quarantine Program at the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Melbourne and it's suspected the 26-year-old man may have the highly contagious UK variant. Victorian Premier Dan Andrews held an emergency news conference late last night warning we have to assume the new positive case has infected others and has urged hundreds to get tested and self-isolate, including players and staff from the Australian Open who could have been exposed.
2: About five, 600 people that are either players and officials and others who are casual contacts, uh, they will be isolating until they get a negative test. So it may have an impact on uh, play.
1: The Victorian Government has announced a number of possible exposure sites the infected worker had visited, but Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton is confident Victorians can get on top of this latest case.
0: We've got that exposure
2: information coming in very rapidly and I think people will absolutely step up to this in terms of uh, knowing that they need to get tested um, and that they'll need to isolate until they get that negative result. If everyone's doing that, we'll absolutely get on top of it.
1: It comes as tough new COVID restrictions have been reintroduced in Victoria overnight. Our reporter James Lake has the latest from Melbourne.
2: Thanks Tash. Yes, under the rules already in place, everyone in Melbourne was supposed to be carrying a mask with them at all times and from today, we have to put them back on. Face coverings need to be worn whenever we are indoors, no matter the size of the venue. It's also encouraged inside private homes that are not our own. Private indoor gatherings have also been reduced to a cap of 15 people and plans to increase the number of workers in offices from next Monday have been postponed. Workplace capacity will remain capped at 50%. In the meantime, up to 600 Australian Open players and officials are in isolation until they get back negative test results just days out from the start of the tournament at Melbourne Park.
1: Meantime, the latest case has renewed calls for a national standard for ventilation in our quarantine hotels. While the Australian Open Worker tested positive overnight, investigations are also continuing into how the virus spread between travellers at another Melbourne hotel. It's believed the viral load was so infectious it somehow jumped into other rooms and infected more residents. Epidemiologist Professor Nancy Baxter says there needs to be checks in place for airflow. They need to make sure they have the experts that they need, so occupational health and safety folk, as well as engineers that specialise in air circulation.
2: They need to measure the air circulation in their hotels and make sure it's excellent. And if it's not excellent... They need to close that hotel
1: down. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has reprimanded controversial Liberal backbencher Craig Kelly over his social media posts spreading misinformation about COVID-19 and vaccines. It follows a clash in the halls of Parliament yesterday when Labor's Tanya Plebisek confronted Mr Kelly over his views, saying he was putting public health at risk. Former Chief Health Officer Brendan Murphy is the latest to speak out over Mr Kelly's concerns about vaccines, telling the ABC there is little chance of any serious side effects.
2: The evidence suggests that whilst there are some minor side effects, serious side effects are very, very limited and the risk is much greater of the disease than, than being vaccinated.
0: Much, much, much greater.
1: After his meeting with the Prime Minister, Mr Kelly released a statement saying he agrees to support the federal government's vaccination program. Some promising news out of the UK this morning, with new evidence suggesting the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine may stop the transmission of COVID-19. Britain's health chief says initial results from the University of Oxford study shows the vaccine not only protects people from serious illness and death, but substantially slows the transmission of the virus. They also found the vaccine is highly effective after just the first dose, with 76% efficacy for up to three months. Experts say while the latest study is promising, more research is needed. Meantime, authorities have announced 10 million people across the UK have now had their COVID vaccine jab. That's almost a fifth of all adults. Here's UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock.
2: Every jab makes us all a little bit safer and you have been doing your bit and playing your part to keep your
1: country safe. In other news this morning, fire crews are bracing for another difficult day as they continue to battle a massive blaze north of Perth. So far, 71 homes have been lost, but authorities expect that number to increase, while the blaze has been burning through more than 11,000 hectares of land. Speaking on Seven, these residents say it is absolutely devastating.
0: Don't know what to do. Yeah. Try not to get emotional.
1: It's horrendous.
0: We just moved in on Sunday and then the fire came through on Monday and we've lost everything.
1: Went outside... It was raining massive
2: embers, and before we knew it, it was on top of us.
1: And it appears Israel Folau will not be making a return to the NRL. The Dragons releasing a statement overnight confirming the club had been in talks with the former Wallabies superstar, but now it appears the deal is off. And we'll have more details on this story coming up shortly in Sport. Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Thursday morning, starting in New South Wales, and it's something out of a Hollywood movie. A woman has been rescued after she was spotted by a passing motorist locked in the boot of a car on the Hume Highway. Our reporter Siobhan Caulfield has more. Yeah, Tash, two women have been charged with stabbing and kidnapping another woman who was found in the boot of a car in the state's southern highlands. A truck driver called police after allegedly seeing a hand waving from the rear taillight of a white sedan zooming down the Hume Highway yesterday. The woman managing to smash the taillight to get the attention of other drivers. Excellent
0: work done by the motorists that uh, identified the hand coming out of the vehicle we can't take those notice enough we obviously think that could have ended quite catastrophically for her.
1: That's Chief Inspector Brendan Burney there. When Highway Patrol officers stopped the car around 20 minutes later, they found a 24-year-old woman suffering wounds to her knee, thigh and forearm inside the boot. Two other women, another 24-year-old and an 18-year-old, were arrested, hit with a raft of charges, both to front court today. Police say it appears all the people involved are from the Greater Sydney area. And to WA now, it seems the biggest crime case in the state's history may finally be over after Claremont serial killer Bradley Robert Edwards failed to lodge an appeal against his sentence or conviction. The 52-year-old was jailed last year for a minimum of 40 years after being found guilty of murdering Jane Rimmer and Kira Glennon in 1997. He had until 4pm yesterday to lodge the appeal. for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we are joined by Peter Switzer from switzer.com.au. Good morning, Peter. The Reserve Bank boss has strongly inferred that interest rates will be low for a very long time. Now, some may say that is a very brave statement.
0: It certainly is, and as you're implying, house prices will go up. Now, we knew the RBA boss, Dr. Phil Lowe, was committed to low interest rates. He actually implied it would be three years, but many economists thought he'd have to move rates higher before that three-year mark because house prices are on the rise. However, after this week's no change in rates by the RBA board and Dr. Lowe's messages to the market, the official cash rate looks like it could be at the current 0.25% level until wait for it. 2024. That's four years. That's great news for home and business borrowers, and they will stay low until wages rise strongly and unemployment falls below 5%.
1: Peter, I'm already having trouble with the Google search. I'm not sure if you're having problems, and it seems the big battle between the Morrison government and Google is continuing.
0: Yeah, that's right, Tash. The CEO of Alphabet, the parent company of Google, Sundar Pichai, told his shareholders the deal he struck with Reuters and European news publishers was better than the one put forward by the federal government. The deal has signed up 450 publications and it gives access to these publishers' paywall content as well. But it is seen by the government and local publishers, News and Nine, as a second-rate offering. If negotiations don't improve, you might need to use Google to find a new search engine before it leaves Australia.
1: It's extraordinary. And what's the latest details on the GameStop troubles with uh, Wall Street? It's an incredible story.
0: It is, and it's all gone quite tash with Wall Street coming off back-to-back rallies as the Reddit-fueled retail trading frenzy dissipated, restoring investor confidence for the broader market. The Dow is up over 2% this week after posting its best day since November on Tuesday. The S&P 500 has climbed more than 3% and the Nasdaq up After a meteoric rise in GameStop share prices last week, the shares have slumped over 70% this week and other stocks targeted by the traders have also come back down to earth amid trading restrictions from major brokers in the US. Part of the share price fall would have been traders trying to sell out to pocket profit. And so the threat of the Reddit investing team remains and their battle with short sellers undoubtedly will surface again unless regulators move to stop their colluding trades. Interestingly, GameStop share price was up 12% overnight on Wall Street.
1: Ready for round two. Peter, thank you.
0: <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>
1: Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett. Nick Kyrgios seems to be confused about whether he is playing today after that hotel quarantine worker tested positive in Melbourne.
2: Yes, good morning, Tash. We can tell you, Nick, that you are not uh, playing today. Tweeting last night am I playing uh, this afternoon? Well, he won't be, of course, after uh, that hotel quarantine worker, as you've mentioned uh, already, tested positive to COVID-19. That means hundreds of Australian Open players and staff are back in isolation. They'll need to return a negative test before they are released. That means the schedule today is off. All those matches in warm-up events, including Nick Kyrgios, uh, won't be played today. We'll have to uh, find out how that will affect uh, the schedule, of course. The Australian Open, due to get underway next Monday. Now, Kyrgios did play last night, he's through to the third round of the Murray River Open, but not without some drama, of course. He walked off the court and briefly refused to play due to a time violation while serving. I wasn't bouncing in the serve. I was actually here, and he goes, time violation, to And so I'm like, Have you you? and then he says everyone's serve technique is the same. Now, he was playing Aussie Harry Boucher. He uh, returned to the court to win in straight sets. That audio thanks to Nine, by the way. Ash Barty, she's through to the quarterfinals of the Yarra Valley Valley Classic. Uh, Say that 10 times faster. Not (laughs) without uh, a bit of a scare, though. Took her three sets, two hours to get past Czech uh, Marie Bushkova. Uh, The Aussie ATP side, still a slim chance of making the semis. We beat uh, Greece 2-1 last night, thanks to the doubles pairing of John Peers and John Millman.
1: And Brett, just uh, further on the situation in Melbourne, of course, we saw the Premier, Dan Andrews, adamant the Australian Open will go ahead with hundreds of players and officials now in quarantine. Can the Open go ahead?
2: Well, look, there's no sign at this stage that it uh, that won't go ahead. Obviously, there's uh, been a lot of time put into this and and no doubt they probably would have had somewhere in there, all the contingency plans that they would have come up with, that something like this would happen. So no sign as yet that the Australian Open won't go ahead as long as this uh, outbreak or this, this, um, this one case doesn't expand into several more.
1: We'll wait and see what happens today. Israel Folau, is he ready? It seems he's not and neither is St George. This is a very interesting development. The deal seems to be off with his comeback to the NRL.
2: Yeah, only took 24 hours. A lot of backlash from fans around the league and from St. George as well and and players calling off their chase of Israel Folau. They held an extraordinary general meeting uh, yesterday afternoon, deciding to pull out of that uh, bid. Of course, they wanted to sign it for two years and bring him in for this season. They never submitted a formal application and neither do they consult their playing group. Here's a Ben Hunt, one of their star playmakers.
0: No, mate, not at all. we only heard about it. We come in from a training session. One of the young boys said that the club's after Israel flew out. It's pretty much new news to all of us. Door
2: isn't completely shut for him to return to the NRL. He was shopped around to the Queensland clubs before Christmas. He might still be interested in coming to Australia, but again, he will have to submit a formal application.
1: And also, Brett, with no tennis, it seems the Big Bash is now taking centre stage. We need our sport, don't we?
2: Yeah, we do. And uh, that is in Canberra tonight. Perth scorches against the Brisbane Heat. Of course, that affected by COVID as well with the the shutdown in Perth. It meant that... Uh, The Scorchers not able to host that match at Optus Stadium where they have a great record this season. They won all four matches at Marnica Oval where they're playing tonight as the home team. They lost all three matches there this season. The Heat won two out of three. The winner to face the Sixers. One of the key men is Chris Lynn and he says that they are a very close-knit group there at the Brisbane
0: Heat. You know, we are being in the moment and we're enjoying it. And then you add all those things together, then our talent will take over. Um, and just come naturally. And I think that's why we're playing a really good brand of cricket at the moment.
2: Just quickly, Tash, Ben Simmons, named in the Boomers squad, had no hesitation uh, in accepting that. So he will pull on the green and gold for Australia at the Tokyo Olympics, where there will be no cheering or singing allowed. Uh, they've released their rule book, the COVID rule book, for the to- uh, Tokyo Olympics. You can clap but not sing.
1: Okay. We can do it from our catch, though, can't we? Well, we can, yes, <laughs> but those in Japan. <laughs> All right, Brett, thanks so much. Thanks, Tash. Checking the weather details now around the country for this Thursday morning. Firstly to Brisbane, possible showers, a top of 29. Much cooler day on the way today for Sydney, 18 and partly cloudy. 30 degrees today for Melbourne and cloudy conditions. A shower or two expected this Thursday for Canberra, 29. 25 and showers for Hobart. Showers developing in Adelaide, 27. 28 and sunny for beautiful Perth. And showers with a possible storm and 31 for Darwin hilarious slip of the tongue by an ABC news presenter overnight has gone viral. Beverly O'Connor was reporting on the breaking news out of Victoria last night on the COVID restrictions and the new positive case when she came out with this very Aussie gaffe. You're watching The World. Our top stories tonight. The Victorian Department of Health has confirmed a hotel quarantine worker has tested positive to COVID-19. We'll be crossing to a press conference with Dan, Murphy, uh, Dan Andrews soon. Beverly later tweeting, not on the beers tonight, I promise. Not Dan Murphy, but Dan Andrews, now on. The Aussie bottle shop was soon trending on Twitter, not only in Australia, but right around the world. Bless, we've all been there, both to Dan Murphy's and the beautiful on-air gaff. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. Please rate and review and you can also follow us on your socials at Your Morning Agenda." On Instagram. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.